What's up, guys? Ryan Horn here, and welcome to the Extraordinary Man Podcast. This is the one and only podcast specifically designed to help married businessmen create more profit and purpose in their business without sacrificing their family, health, or marriage in the process. Each week, I interview some of the world's most extraordinary men, including seven- and eight-figure entrepreneurs, elite athletes, best-selling authors, and world-class speakers. Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome to another recap episode. Today, I'm going to be giving you the recap of my conversation with Aaron Walker. So growing up, he talked about being really poor, didn't have much Grew up in a really small house, and when he was 13 years old, he got his first job working at a pawn shop. And by the time he was 18 years old, he met some other guys that had money, and he didn't have money, but he had time and he knew how to run a business. And they went into partnership, and he started his first business. And nine years later, he ended up selling it to a Fortune 500 company at age 27 and he retired and he talked about how he was really happy for about 18 months but over that time period he gained 50 pounds and finally his wife was like you got to do something with yourself like this is not who I married right and so he went and restarted another business and I think he bought the original pawn shop he worked at when he was 13 years old and he like quadrupled that over about a 10 year period and had a couple kids by this time. He's 40 years old and life was great. He was like, you know what? Life could not be any better at this point. And August 1st, 2001, he's driving into his office and he hit and killed a pedestrian. And as you can imagine, his life got completely turned upside down, you know, he didn't know what to do. He didn't know what to say. He ended up getting a counselor and selling his house. And long story short, he took a five-year sabbatical and traveled a lot and didn't do much of anything. Came back and bought a construction business, made that really successful. And about 12 years ago, so around 2010, he retired again for the third time. And he's been a part of a, a really high-level mastermind. He's good friends with Dave Ramsey and several other guys for many years. And in the mastermind, he told the guys, hey, you know what? I'm selling the business. I'm retiring. And I just want to go buy a place in the Caribbean and sit on the porch on a rocking chair every day and do nothing. And one of his friends in the mastermind, Dan Miller, said, man, that is the most selfish thing I've ever heard you say. You should coach people. He thought about it. And uh, he started coaching some people and he fell in love with coaching in the process. And that's what led to him eventually starting the Iron Sharpens Iron Mastermind. It's a mastermind for men that want to be extraordinary in business in every area of their life. And he's grown that now to 15 separate mastermind groups and 150 total guys in the group. And he shared that his vision is to double that within the next 18 months to have 30 groups and 300 men. And so he really talked about how he's focused on leaving a legacy now and it feels like God's kind of given him a second chance and instead of focusing on himself, which is what he had done previously and he was extremely successful, he's now focused on other people and in giving and how can he help them. And we talked a little bit about success versus significance and how success is tends to be more focused on yourself, significance tends to be focused on other people. And we talked about his first experience with a mastermind group, which was 20 plus years ago, and he ends up going to this group reluctantly he didn't really want to go and the other guys in the group were sharing about you know this problem in their business a cash flow problem or this 
this issue in their marriage or you know this thing that's going on with their kids and he said he went home from the first meeting and he told his wife he's like man I think I found my people they're more messed up than me right but it's a place where they could be real and raw with each other and there's a lot of trust and when you have that it's incredibly powerful because Aaron was sharing some of the stats that 87% of men can't identify more than two close friends and I would say it's probably even worse than that based on my experience and other stats that I've heard so to be able to have a powerful group of other men where you can do that is extremely extremely valuable and he talked about the most valuable part of being in a mastermind is other people's perspective because when you're in the jar you can't see the label on the outside right but everybody else can then one of the most powerful things that he shared in my opinion in the entire interview he talked about how one time he came home with a pocket full of money to a house full of strangers and his wife sat down and was like you know what you're successful and all that we have a great house and great cars and that's all great but you don't even know your kids and he talked about how much that hurt how painful that is as you can imagine but he didn't have very many boundaries when he was first starting out in business it was just how can i make more money how can i you know buy the bigger house get the bigger nicer car and all that and uh, this was so powerful that he shared this and he talked about how making more money is not going to solve all your problems we think it will you know we make an extra 50 grand then all of our problems are going to be solved but it's not going to scratch the itch like we think it will and he also talked about you know he's not against making money he loves making money he's very successful has been in multiple businesses over a long period of time but you don't want to sacrifice your family on the altar of business success which is exactly what he said he was doing at that time we talked about relationships his number one core value is that relationships matter most and networking and how your network is equivalent to your net worth so incredibly important he shared some reasons why he thinks a lot of businesses ended up failing number one consistency is key um, you got to put in the work it can be a grind early on you have to have systems you have to have processes and then you can't do it all by yourself sometimes in the beginning you have to but it's not about the how, how do I do this? It's about the who, who can I hire to do this or who can I get to do this? Who can I delegate to do this? He also talked about delayed gratification and how he did that several times throughout his life, including when he was 18 years old, bought his first house and within three years he'd paid it entirely off because he put all of his money that he'd earned towards that instead of as he made more money increasing his lifestyle he put it towards paying off the house he's 21 years old he has a business that's debt free and a home that he fully owned but it was all because of delayed gratification he's done that several other times throughout his life as well talked about some of his most important habits so for him it's when he first gets up early in the morning he has some quiet time in the morning about 20 minutes he reads in his bible every day um does some prayer sometimes puts some worship music on goes works out at the gym then comes back starts his work day i also asked him what three pieces of advice he would give to his 20 year olds he said number one he would have a more clear vision of exactly what he wanted because when he was 20 years old and early on he just cared about stuff he wanted more stuff he wanted a bigger house faster car you know all that stuff and he didn't have a real clear vision of what he actually really wanted and where he wanted to go number two he said he would have put safeguards and boundaries in place for his family much sooner like that phrase that i mentioned earlier where he came home with a pocket full of money to a house full of strangers that wouldn't have happened had he had those safeguards and boundaries in place back then so he would have done that and then number three is that he would have found a community sooner particularly like a, a mastermind type of community and lastly i asked him what his definition of extraordinary man is he said it is a man that has high character that's honest that has high integrity and that lives by his core values 
Guys, thanks so much for joining me on another episode of the Extraordinary Man Podcast. Here's the thing, you're never going to maximize your potential on your own. So I'm personally inviting you to come and join me in the private Extraordinary Man Facebook group so you can level up your business and your life. Just head over to Facebook and type Extraordinary Man into the search box and it will show up as the first result. Iron sharpens iron and this is the number one place for you to connect with me and other like-minded men who are on a mission to maximize their potential. My goal is to help you become the man God created you to be in all areas of your life. So come and join us in the Facebook group and upgrade your business and your life. I'll see you on the next episode.